We're going to spend two sessions on this passage from Hebrews chapter 5, verses 7 through 10. Let me read it to you and then tell you the two things I want to focus on. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Being designated by God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Now there are many, many things we could talk about here. Here are the two things. What I want to talk about this time is what, what prayers and supplications are being referred to here. Is this the Garden of Gethsemane? And if so, uh, what does it mean when it says he was heard because of his reverence? If, if this prayer was answered was the prayer in Gethsemane, Father, let this cup removed from me, if possible, answered? So that's the first question. The second question we'll, we'll answer uh, next time, if we can, is, though he was a son, he learned obedience. Does that mean that once Jesus was disobedient and now he has become obedient and he was made perfect? Does, does that mean once he was imperfect and now he was made perfect? So those are the, the two big challenges, it seems to me, in this text, besides all the other details. Father, I pray that as we are at the very heart of the gospel here with Jesus crying out for deliverance from death, that you would grant us to understand what he's referring to. And so may we see him for what he is and understand what he did for us and love him the more. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the days of his flesh, which implies that there was a time when Jesus had no flesh, if you look at chapter 1, verse 1 through 2, it says that all things were made through him, and so we know that this Jesus was pre-existent, then he took on flesh, according to 2.14. So in the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his his reverence or his godly fear. Now, many suggest, and I think rightly so, that we should look back here at the Gospels, for example, Luke twenty-two forty-one to 45, and see whether or not we can line up this crying out with the, with the Gethsemane experience where he, he prayed and sweat drops of blood, because they certainly sound similar. Here we have Jesus in Gethsemane the night before he was crucified, 
He withdrew from them, the disciples, about a stone's throw from Peter, James, and John, and knelt down and prayed, saying, now is this the prayer that Hebrews is talking about? Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. So save me from death. That is, keep me from having to die. Is that what Hebrews 5.7 is referring to? Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. And then he prays again. So we're not limited to one prayer, but here's one and here's another. And being in agony. So it, it seems to me that this angel who came here and strengthened him would be an angel who brings him truth from heaven, probably to the effect that uh, it is God's will, not my will, but yours. It is God's will that he go through with it, and I'm going to strengthen you for it. So this, this prayer, remove this cup from me, is not going to be granted. Second prayer, and being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling to the ground. And when he rose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. What was the content of this prayer? Was it the same as this one? It seems to me that if we go back here with all that in mind, in the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death. So that's the content, it seems, of the prayer, save me from death. He was heard. The prayer was answered. He was saved from death. And so I don't think the prayer corresponds to this one, remove this cup from me. That is, I don't want to have to die this horrible, horrible death if there's any other way. And this prayer was answered. He was heard because of his reverence. So what does this prayer refer to? Oh God, save my soul from death. Here's Jonathan Edwards' suggestion, and I'm inclined to think he's right. This was the greatest act of obedience that Christ was to perform. He prays for strength and help that his poor, feeble human nature might be supported, that he might not fail in this great trial, that he might not sink and be swallowed up and his strength so overcome that he should not hold out and, and finish, complete the appointed obedience. He was afraid lest his poor, feeble strength should be overcome and that he should fail in so great a trial that he should be swallowed up by that death that he was to die and so should not be saved from death. So, Edward's suggestion 
is that the first prayer in Gethsemane, Father, remove this cup from me, was not answered, but that the angel was sent to assure him, you must go through with this and I'll strengthen you for it. And then the prayer shifted in accord with that work and he cried out in agony that God would, as he walks through this, as he drinks this cup, he would be sustained to the end, that is, that God would save him from this death that he's about to die, lest it consume his faith and consume his, his hope. And if you think, would, would the Son of God pray like that? Yes, he's human. He's asking just like we should ask for divine assistance to do the hardest thing that has ever been done in the history of the world. And if you were to ask, how did God answer this prayer? He was heard. What was the actual hearing of this prayer? I wonder if this isn't the point where Hebrews 12.2 was answered or was given. Let us look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Christ was able to endure the cross and despise the shame and be seated at the right hand of the throne of God. He was enabled to endure the cross for the joy that was set before him. Would it not then be likely that when he cried out that God would save him from death, let's go back to Hebrews 5, with cries and tears, he cried out, Oh God, save me from death. Don't let death consume me and ruin me. Don't let me make shipwreck on the cross when I'm being tortured beyond perhaps what I am able. able. And, and at that point, God heard him and granted him a glimpse of the joy that was set before him so that he could indeed endure and obey. And we're going to look next time at how he learned obedience. But for just now, let us realize that Christ was human and that he endured the cross by prayer, first by submitting himself in prayer. I'll, I'll do whatever you want, but it would be my first preference, oh God, if there were some other way to avoid this. And God sends the angel and says, there is no other way we must go forward with this. And then Jesus shifts his prayer and cries out, well, then save me from death and help me to finish this great obedience. And he was heard because of his reverence.